Well, welcome to Here If You Need. Can we call it a grand final edition? Well, it's almost a grand final edition. It's definitely a finals edition. And if you're a Vixen supporter, of course you're a Vixen supporter because you're listening to this podcast, you will be smiling from ear to ear right now because the mighty Melbourne Vixens have now booked their spot in the Suncorp Super Netball Grand Final. Crowd goes wild. Sherelle McMahon, you're going wild. Very excited. <laughs> We're very excited, Clint. What, what an amazing win it was. I mean, I think if you told me that the margin was going to be what it was and um, the game was going to play out in that way, I would have been very, very happy at the start. So, um, you know, the, the Lightning are a formidable opponent, that's for sure, but um, we, we had a really great game and kind of did a great job of shutting down their influence and their ability to uh, attack through the court, which I think was a real key for us. And those away fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, never before has <laughs> uh, finishing top and prime minor premiers meant you've had to go into the opposition's stadium. So, uh, yeah, you're right. And and they're a good crowd too, although yeah. it does seem that the, the girls like playing on the Sunshine Coast, so maybe that worked well mm. for us. All right, well, let's dive in uh, to a bit of analysis and then preview to grand final which is you know now upon us um with none other than goalkeeper extraordinaire it's emily mannix (laughs) (laughs) yeah insert crowd noise (laughs) she has to cheer for herself because she's so used to the crowd cheering against her so that she's (laughs) now it's just inbuilt anytime you hear your name g film is that what we're doing literally i think i heard um one person in the crowd go Go, Emily. And I was like, who's that? Someone's cheering for me. What a shock. <laughs> um, it was quite refreshing, but I was like, what? As if there's fans for us here. But we did, I'm going to say we had half a dozen um, scattered around the stadium on the weekend. So it was nice that we had some support. But it was funny, actually, when we were rocking up to the game on the bus and everyone was lining up to get in. And we're like, oh, good to see all our fans here. All the Sunny Coast fans were in their gear and um, lining up. And yeah, we're happy to see them all there for our home final. But did it matter in the end? Um, yeah. We were able to get the win, so that, that was pretty and cool. That, and that's a good news. You, you silenced that crowd. Um, and I loved what you said post-match in your interview. Um, just take us back to that moment, the overriding emotion or feeling given. I mean, the job's not done yet, but it must have been very satisfying to book your spot in the, um, in the grand final. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, this is very new to me. I've never made a grand final, so it's... Um, you know, and on top of this year, you know, what, what everyone's been through, um, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. But at the same time, you do need to celebrate that we're able to do that and, and get through um, because it is such an accomplishment with everything that's gone on. And, you know, um, in 2017, when we got, you know, pushed out in the first two finals and didn't quite go all the way, that was um, that was pretty shattering. So the fact that we were able to finish on top of the ladder again, and, yeah, win that, that final um, was pretty special. So I was pumped at the end. As you can probably see in one of the videos where I'm jump, like a jumping jack in, the, in our huddle and everyone's just sort of calm and I'm just going berserk. Um, I, keep, I felt like I had to keep reminding everyone, guys, guess what? We're in a grand final. Like, come on, this is exciting stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it was a bit of shock and, and everything going on after that match, but we made it. You did make it. It was a, it was a really well-rounded performance as well, as um, Sherelle has already alluded to. Um, how did it feel out there on the court? Because you've had Sunshine Coast's measure 
through this season. Is there, have you developed now a bit of a, you know, a, a bit of an edge on them, you know, mentally, you know, that you sort of got their measure? Um, I don't know about an edge, but I think we've, we've definitely been able to put out this year a lot of strong, consistent performances, which I think in the past we just haven't been able to do that. We've had some, you know, I don't want to dwell on the past too much, but I know last year we had some really, really strong performances, but then just like that consistency in games and even across, you know, four quarters of a game, we didn't have strong four-quarter performances, where this year I've really thought that the group has stepped up in that. And has been able to put out some really strong four-quarter performances where we've seen some seamless changes as well from people coming on and off and that sort of thing. And we've just been able to push on. So I think, yeah, coming up against Lightning, had playing them, you know, not long before, um, we knew that they were going to come out. And they're a great team. They're, they're full of some really great players. So we knew that they were going to um, make some changes. But we, I think we went into that game knowing that we didn't, want to have to change too much we want to focus on ourselves but they were sort of the ones that would would have to change things and um, we just wanted to stick to to what we know and and how we play and I think we did that and um, everyone did a really good job out there on the weekend it was yeah a strong performance by everyone it was a strong performance in and it was it's been a strong defensive performance across the season um the best defensive team in the league if you look at goals scored against us which certainly from Simone's perspective is always a real focus and I want to do that what what are some of the things that you girls think about and focus on because I know a lot of people listening here will be wanting to form that really strong defensive uh, work across the court what, what are the things that you look at to, to create all the pressure that you do on those opposition teams yeah, it's a tough one. I think, um, you know, Kate Eddy, obviously coming in this year, she's been a great um, add-on to the team. I thought she's just slipped into the role, you know, perfectly. Obviously, after Renee retiring last year, it was big shoes to fill there. But I, I think Kate Eddy's done a, a really, really good job coming in and we've been able to work really well um, together as a unit. But I can't really put it down to one thing. I think we've definitely grown, especially Joey and I, our relationship, on the court, off the court. We've been living together for far too long now. So um, that's really been uh, developing as well. But I think just having that um, that strong connection off the court, I know everyone would probably say that, but it just makes those conversations easier to have and you want to get the best out of each other and and bring the best out of yourself as well. So we all, we're all on the same page in that. But I think this year for us, we've just been wanting, you know, as a team to be really strong in defence. And Simone even spoke about that as you know, Shaz, early on before we went into isolation that we wanted to be a really strong defensive team. And I think we've been able to achieve that and and I think add some, you know, variation to our defence as well, which I think makes us less predictable and, and, yeah, adds another level to our game as well. So I think lots of different things. Yeah, and I've been enjoying that too, that that variation. I think that's an important one too, being able to change things up if – if a team's kind of getting on top of you. So, yeah, I think that that's been a real feature. And another feature, particularly in the defence end and in the goal shooting circle, I guess, as well, but um, is the the rotations that we've seen. Probably seen Simone using that more than we've done before, and perhaps that's because of the rolling subs. But talk me through the mindset for you, because you are one of the, the players who are coming on and off. KD has been coming on into that position at times. What, what are the sort of things you think about when you're approaching those different roles? Because obviously sitting on the bench, I'm assuming you want to be out on court. Um, again, people listening will be having those experiences too. What do you do to keep yourself in the right frame of mind in case you're tapped on the shoulder again? 
Yeah, I think it's been really well used by us this year. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with the rolling subs. I know it's always hard to call that fake injury timeout to run off the court. It just makes it really seamless. And um, yeah, Simone's done a really good job with mixing it up. And I thought she's used it at the right times. And I know for me, it's never a, a personal thing of, you know, you're not doing well, you need to come off. It's literally just you know, Katie adds something completely different to me and it just makes them have to think about something different as well. So I never take it as a, a personal, oh gosh, I'm playing, I was going to say something there, but I won't say, <laughs> <laughs> playing not well. It's um, it's more of like a change up and I'm all on board for that. And I think it's great that we use that. Um, I never take it to heart. I always, you know, it's great to see Katie out there and, and some of the other girls that have got an opportunity to be able to step out there and add something different because I think we've used that well this year and um, Katie's long arms causes some <laughs> havoc in the goal circle and um, we need to use that as well because obviously injuries and things pop up and you need players ready to go and, and have the confidence. So um, I think that's worked really well for us this season. Great segue because we saw that evidence of that on the weekend because of Kate's um, injury or soreness or whatever we're putting it down to. Um, that moment for Ali, it's a, it's a big moment in, in a final. Um, how, how was she pre-match? And she, gee, she stepped up, didn't she? She did so well. I was almost in a bit of disbelief. I was like, how dare you come on and do that well? And like, just, <laughs> like she just looked like she'd been playing out there for years. It was really exciting to see. And so good that she had that confidence to be able to go out there and do that. And I spoke to her um, before the game and said, Ali, don't try and be anything you're not. Just go out there, do your thing. We can read off you. Um, and she came out and I think took the first intercept. So that <laughs> little pep up obviously worked. <laughs> but no, she did. Take credit she did for that. So well. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that intercept. I need another stat. Um, but no, she did so well and she just slotted in um, perfectly in our um, defensive unit. And, you know, that's, I think, the luxury of having 14 up here is that we are so versatile and, um, you know, we've really tried to involve all 14 girls and make sure that they feel a part of it as well. But, Cheryl, as a coach, how nice is that to hear from either end? Because you've got a player like Emily who is leading um, and obviously you're leading by example, but also speaking to these younger players and then you've got the younger players who are ready to step up, get out there in a final and play so well. Yeah, oh, it's, it's incredibly pleasing. And, I mean, it's it's due to the work that uh, we've done as a group, but also those individuals have done and the support that they're getting from players like Emily and the more experienced players around them. Um, and don't underestimate how tough that would be either for someone like Ali, who hasn't had a lot of time on court throughout this season um, because of the role she's been playing. So to be able to keep that mindset and also physically be able to jump out on court um, and execute the way she did is, is incredibly important. It's, it's absolutely crucial. Um, and I think that that flows on. I think if you can, if someone can step in and do that, then the others around them don't feel like they need to, to do more. And I think that you saw that in, didn't we, mm. on, on the weekend, that everyone was just able to play that role because Ali, Ali took that on and, and it didn't feel as though you needed to cover for her. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that was even the same as, you know, when Kate went down with her, gosh, it sounds like she did a whole something when she went down. Gosh, she was loud <laughs> was when Maloney went down. <laughs> I'm like she's been shot <laughs> um but then Al McDonald you know coming on as well for that bit of time and it just was so seamless and she was out of she knew what she had to do um she came on and she did that 
for the period of time she was on court and you wouldn't have even really noticed. I thought she did also a really good job. Um, and that's credit to all everyone that's been, you know, doing the work from our, you know, John at SNC who's been um, doing the extra sessions with the girls that haven't been getting the court time so that they feel ready and raring to go. Um, so, yeah, I think everyone's really played a role in, in, in that confidence for everyone. How's the bus rides though, Emily? I we were kind of last year sitting quite next to each other and having a bit of fun, some interesting conversations. <laughs> Is, is it a bit boring without me? I know. I need someone there to laugh at my jokes, Shaz. No one laughs. I know. We seem to be on the same page with our sister. It's great. Um, we've got three key carnivals up here, um, which we have access to, and um, it's always a fight who gets in the backpack. Um, All right. Which is funny because growing up we had a Toyota Tarago, and I never had to sit in the backpack because I was the oldest. Um <laughs> But, yeah, it's been pretty funny. We've had some, some good car rides. We still convoy all together. As you know, Shaz, no one gets left behind. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, when we're travelling to the sunny coast, we'd have a, um, a coach that would take us there as well. So, um, yeah, the key carnivals have been doing well. A bit hard to get into the car park in our accommodation. <laughs> um, bit of a tight squeeze, but uh, it's fine. So it's good. <laughs> let me get this right. Is the backpack the place to be or the place not to be? Oh, no, you don't want to be squishing the backpack. Uh, yeah, so the back. shocking, yeah, yeah, shocking spot. <laughs> Very squishy. Um, but, yeah, everyone's going to have a turn. Turn <laughs> the backpack. Uh, is, not backpack is backpack not a, a universal term? Or, Clint, you never had a you never had a Tarago, obviously, growing oh, up. <laughs> no, 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 no. We didn't have a people mover, but I, yeah, I hear you. The backpack is yeah, shocking, backpack. especially if you're tall because your yeah, knees are up you, here. Right? You're up like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, and did I see a little bit of um, social media work for you, from yourself? And I mean, you're always on social media yourself and Joe, but what were you trying to do? in a little video that I saw maybe <laughs> yesterday or the day before. Yeah, <laughs> we were watching the um, the final between Swift and Fever and Sarah Clara and Maddie Turner did this really interesting defensive move mm. where Maddie Turner sort of jumped and Sarah just sort of grabbed her around, but she, Maddie mm. didn't really get much more height. So we just <laughs> thought it was funny and we're like, let's give it a go. So we, we had a couple of goes at it and... Joe kicked me in the knee, um, which I've got a bit of a bruise, so I might miss miss the game because of it. But, um, yeah, it didn't work too well. And Joe was heavy, I must say. I was like, she's not light. It did look, like, it did look like something out of Titanic, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> it wasn't pretty. I mean, it might throw off the goalers because it just looks so stupid. Um, but I don't think it'll be so, super effective. <laughs> Ladies, before we preview the grand final against opposition TBA, um, let's dive into some questions from our fans with thanks to Deakin University, every course backed by industry experts. So you'll get the job you want with a degree employers want, plus you'll get lifetime access to Australia's number one university career service, Deakin Progressive Real World Learning. Uh, Matt wants to know, Great question. First up, was playing goalkeeper your first choice or did you perhaps prefer to play another position growing up? Um, I started as a centre um, and then grew. Then I went down into goal attack and goal shooter. Um, and then it wasn't until I was about 15 or 16, um, I was doing Zone Academy up in Melbourne and I was selected as a goaler. And there was like 20 goalers and about three defenders. So uh, Margland and Richo set me down the other end. And never looked back. So pretty thankful that I got chucked down there because I definitely wouldn't 
be going for the Vixens, that's for sure. So ha- how's the shooting now? Do you ever sort of just throw um, them around? And... We played a game. I'm not very good. I've got a half-court shot in. I mean, if oh. you can count that, got one um, in my lifetime. But, yeah, I'm not very good. Mm. Not very good. So, Shaz, if, I mean, Caitlin couldn't, you know, couldn't for some reason step in, step up, Tegan, MJ, is Emily the go-to? Uh, they all <laughs> they all do like to have a shoot around at training, although there are some that do it more than Emily. Okay. So maybe, mm. yeah, I don't know, Em, you might be down the list a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's because I don't practice. I mean, I need to show off a bit more, obviously, at training and shoot some, shoot some goals to get noticed. Um, We're happy where KD, you are. KD would go down there, I think. She's yeah. a good goaler. Yeah, she is. KD's yeah. good. Um, Macy wants to know what intercept are you most proud of? Is there an intercept that just you know sticks out in your mind? Because um, you are I the guess, intercept queen. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> this is um, scary that I can't think of an intercept because obviously I really don't get that many. Um, maybe the one. <laughs> maybe the one where I did my pinky and I still got the oh, ball, like yeah. I managed to get it, get it off, and my finger was snapped in half. I was like, that's pretty – I guess that's probably that's my good. best one. Most memorable one, I would say. And we that's scored good. a goal off it. So I'm well, that's right. Simone, and everyone, everyone <laughs> was trying to call time for Emily. Except Simone. Out of the finger and Simone's like, score the goal. Score, score, score. And I'm just like, oh, someone help. <laughs> no one was helping me. Ouch. Uh, this is another one and kind of along the same lines in some ways perhaps but it's more jade wants to know what you prefer playing one-on-one or the zone offline style of defense and why that's a good question actually um i feel like depends who we're playing Mm -hmm. if we're playing someone like a janelle i do not want to be playing one-on-one because (laughs) she's very hard I don't want to give too many hints away here. Um, but I think it's all about variation. If you do the same thing for too long, they're going to figure out what you're doing and um, it's not going to be very effective. So I think variation is key. But I do like playing offline because um, there's more intercept opportunities for me to come out and take screamers. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about, the offline defence is setting up the goalkeeper for an intercept. Yeah, so. that's right. I'm not surprised you like that one. (laughs) And Taylor wants to know then, um, you know, you spoke about Janelle Fowler, but this one is who is your favourite individual opponent to play against? Which is an interesting take, spin on the toughest opponent perhaps. Yeah, uh, my favourite. That's a tough one. I like playing with MJ at training because we just laugh at each other. but oh, that's, I don't really have a favourite. I do like playing on Kara because she is a bit more of a moving goaler. Um, you know, we're similar in height and um, it keeps things a bit interesting to be able to, you know, run out and, and do a bit more. So I think I like playing on Kara just, yeah, for that reason purely. Can I ask the next one? Sure. Kim mm-hmm. wants to know, do you still have a nail check at Suncorp Super Netball level? I'm intrigued Yes, we do. Well. And I don't... I thought about this do we really need our nails checked mm. um but then I think yes because I get a lot of scratches so then it goes to the point are they actually checking the nails properly because I still get scratched so may, we may as well just can it but then I feel like girls would rock up with the full like 
manicure with the nails like out here. <laughs> so maybe that's the reason. But yeah, they do still check check nails, which is um, maybe a bit old school. I'm not sure, or is it just like is it just the thing you do in netball? I think it's a bit of both. It's a bit of a nod to tradition as well, and yeah, a few traditions are dying in all sports. Well, so I like that's it. It's true. Yep. All right, maybe um, can it. Another one from um, Lauren. She wants to know, what's the funniest thing that's actually happened while you've been away in the hub? Is there a funny moment that um, that stands out? Funny moment. Oh, gosh, there's been so many. Um, I mean, this is probably not funny, but in the first or second week we were here, not in quarantine, but out of quarantine in the accommodation we are now, um, at four in the morning, we were all obviously sleeping um, and we just hit attention attention there's been a malicious act in the stairwell stay in your room <laughs> and I'm up I'm like oh gosh what's happening um and then we heard it went off another two times and then it said you know every, everything's under control and we found out that someone had got up to our level on 72 turned on the fire hydrants and the whole um all the floors below us were flooded um so there's water like thousands of liters of water going down the stairs um in the middle of the night and I think they caught the guy, but um, I mean, this is not really funny, but it is a very interesting thing to happen. This is the night before we played Thunderbirds, actually, and we lost. So not <laughs> blaming it, but... Wow. So it was, was it... Very, um, yeah, it was a bit mysterious and we were all talking so to... Yeah. South Australian fingerprints at the scene? Yeah, yeah. yep, I reckon. <laughs> Just Tanya in the um, stairwell. <laughs> no, it was um, yeah, it was quite scary. But I thought they said um, they said what they said um, they said something. And I thought they said like not a murderer, but something with like that was in the <laughs> stairwell. I was like, oh my gosh, we're all gonna die. Oh Very my god, I think I've got myself a new story for tonight. I know, you should have. There's a video on Facebook actually, someone like must have been in the lower levels have filmed it. It's on Facebook. If you Google like the Meriton um, <laughs> fire hydrant, it's like all the water is just gushing down. Um, but all these, we got it, it's actually funny because we got in the lift with this lady like the next day and she said, oh, I... Um, because it was on our level and they're like, oh, I heard it was a football team that did it. And then looking at us, like as if we were the football team. Oh. And I was like, it's not us, but thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. What <laughs> a no. story. I'm glad what I a asked. story, hey? Yeah, I'm glad there Lauren you go. Anyway. <laughs> a few more to finish, Shaz? Yeah, a few more to finish. Uh, Jess wants to know, where do you get your sick dance moves from? Sick dance moves. If you call them sick, they are a bit sick um, in terms of not cool sick, another sort of sick. But I don't know, probably my dad. If anyone's seen my dad dance, oh, gosh, he's um, interesting. But I'm not a very – Joe's a very good dancer. I'm not. I just um, just go with it. Joe's quite good. Joe's you're a good dancer. A good, you're a good kind of duo, backup dancer. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go right in the back. More yeah. of a freestyle <laughs> Uh, and this is the last one that I'll throw to you. This is from Kendra. Uh, so obviously you've been up in Queensland for quite some time now, kind of enjoying a tiny bit more freedom and perhaps slightly better weather than those of us who are still back here in Melbourne. But Kendra wants to know, what is your favourite place to go to when you are in Melbourne town? Oh, in Melbourne. Well, 
I'm not actually obviously from Melbourne. I'm from down the peninsula, uh, Ballerine Peninsula way, the better peninsula. Um, and I think I enjoy going to the beach. So um, I've got the beach near me, but then there's obviously the Great Ocean Road, which is not a far drive, and Ocean Grove and all those beautiful places along there. So, um, yeah, just just chilling out, going to the beach and um, making the most of all of that, which is nice. I guess you're clear of Melbourne as much as possible. Basically. Yeah. Um, what's my favourite thing in Melbourne? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't think I have a favourite thing. Not the highway, oh. not driving up the highway to Melbourne, that's for sure. <laughs> State Netball Hockey Centre. <laughs> yeah. That should be it, shouldn't it? Or the VIS. Um, but I am looking forward to the netball centre being done. Um, what's the lovely? What's the lovely um, strip in Geelong? The cafe strip or the Paco? The, Paco Packington Street. Street. Yeah. That's lovely. Packington Street. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of nice cafes along there. Have you been there, Clint? I have a few times. Oh, you would have been spotted down there. Everyone would have get get pictures oh, of you. Surely. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think we should move on pretty quickly. <laughs> so what do you do this weekend? You, I would imagine that you're all sort of watching the game uh, on Sunday, I think it is. Is it Sunday? Yeah, I think it's Sunday. Yeah, we'll probably, we might all get together and watch that, have a platter or something, um, which will be nice. So we might all get together and watch it. But our rooms, there's not enough couches in yeah, the room. Okay. So we might have to disperse across a couple of rooms, but we'll probably do that. Um, but is that a, yeah, when you easy. watch when you watch that? Is that a serious watch, or do you is the serious watch later? Like when you actually sit down with your coaches and, and all that? Yeah, I think we'll probably just watch it as anyone would watch it. Mm. That's how I like to do it, anyway. Is more just watch it as a game of netball, and then obviously do all the PA stuff around um, mm. that. So this week and next week, more focus on actually the gameplay and that sort of thing. But I like actually just watching the game as it is and enjoying. Um, the game of netball really and in terms of the prep M, because most of this season has been played with two games each week so it was quite frenetic to begin with where you almost had no time in between the two games and then it shifted to the one week which I think is Shad's talking in you laughing at the same thing as me please <laughs> she's oh, talking into it. She's still talking. We've had, we've not <laughs> she's had a drunk. <laughs> I was like, is this me? It sounded like you're talking in slow motion. I was like, where's you? I don't know how she did that, but it was no, very funny. I'm fine. Oh, I'm got tears. God, oh, and I was going to quit, and he's like confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That was really funny. It's not even that funny. That was, funny. <laughs> that was a highlight of the podcast this year. You oh were God. speaking like this. Oh my gosh, I can't laugh and listen to the question like intently, uh, but I just was losing it inside. How about we go again? Yeah, let's Am restart. Okay, yeah. Dave. Oh, Am God. I better now? Again. Yep, you're better. Okay. <laughs> I did get a message saying my internet uh, connection. It was good until just then. It just started going in slow motion. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's refresh. 
Um, and, and when we talk about the preparation for the game on the weekend, <laughs> oh, sorry, we're having IT issues, so we've got the giggles. Um, at the beginning, we, um, we were having two games every week, so it was almost no time to uh, to think about things we were going on. Um, is it happening again or not? Are you still laughing at the last <laughs> No, it was happening again. I'm going oh, to translate. Gosh. All right, you go. Well, how about I just answer the question because I think I know what you're asking. Yeah, go for it. I was going to say, surely you know the question. Yeah, what are you I'm doing in two like weeks? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Jazz, just rest, just rest. Um, yeah, so obviously different because we were getting two games a week and now we're having the two weeks off before we play again. So um, a little bit different, but this year has thrown everything at us. Um and we've been able to adapt to everything. So for us, it's about not changing too much, but really making the most of the time we have. And, um, yeah, I think it just comes down to that really, is enjoying that that sigh of relief that we've made it um, to the grand final, but not getting complacent and making sure that we're doing all the right things as a team, but individually as well. But, yeah, this year has thrown... Um, Throwing the kitchen sink at us. So I think, mm. yeah, I think we're able to adapt and, and work through everything. Would you like to play one more than the other? Fever? Or... Um, no, not really. I think we'll play anyone. We're happy to play anyone. Um, Clint, throw, throw whoever at us. Um, both games will be challenging. But, yeah, I think we're happy to play anyone. That's a good answer, isn't it? Sure, sure. They can find it out. <laughs> they can find it They can find it out. You're like, back. You're back. You're back. Maybe just say like a few words, not too long. Yeah, I'll just keep it short. <laughs> keep it short. Answer <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Uh, well, we're um, we're all looking forward to it. Um, congratulations on, on making the grand final. I know you're very excited. So, in terms of grand finals, before you sort of intimated before you haven't really played in many no even I'm trying to think the last time I actually played in a grand final I think it would have been maybe a VNL grand final um I used to play for Falcons and that was oh I don't know eight years ago or so um so it's exciting and I'm so pumped to play in a grand final and especially at this level obviously it's takes a lot to get here and um and the year, like I've spoke about, the year that is and that was um, to make it this year is really special and, and obviously adds a lot more value to it, I guess, um, to get there in the end. So hopefully we go one more, win one more game and, um, yeah, go all the way. Here, here. On that note, that's a good way to end the podcast here if you need with thanks to Deakin University. Maybe um, Vixens fans out there, we want to know, who you'd like to hear from in our very special grand final edition of Here Ooh. If You Need. So um, send us your nominations and we'll see if we can make the magic happen. Sherelle, what do you think? Well, I'm a little bit nervous to speak, actually. <laughs> you're picking on me, you guys, because of my bad... <laughs> to be honest. Um, who would we like to see? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Go back what and about... We've spoken, we've spoken to everyone, haven't we, I think? You've had everyone on. I feel like I've been a bit um, stitch up, stitch up here and missed it by one week. I feel like <laughs> you had the worst on this week, and then you'll have the best on next week. I feel a little bit sad about that, but that's all right. Can't well, you've 
you have provided the lols. Actually, Sherelle's provided Shirelle the lols, has. let's be honest. Not intentionally. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. God, that's funny. Hopefully they don't cut that out, actually. They will. Keep that? No, no, no. It's staying You've got to keep and it. it's actually going to be... It's going to be the video highlight. Yes, please. You because I had, so I actually good. legit had tears. I, <laughs> I was crying also. And look at my head vein. This is pumping because of how much I was laughing. I didn't know I've been laughing. <laughs> All right, Vixens fans. Uh, oh, we'll speak to you next week, Em. Thank you. Good luck. Enjoy the moment. Great. I'm looking forward to it. And thanks to everyone who's been cheering hard from home. Hey, Xavier, you too. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, we're so excited, but we know that everyone down in Victoria is still doing tough, doing it tough, but we know you're all behind us um, and cheering from home. So we'll feel that energy in our home grand final with not our home crowd, but that's fine. You're all there <laughs> behind us. So thank you. And thank you to you, Sherelle. Um, really appreciate it. And we will reset and go again next week, hey? I can't wait. We will. Well, then we'll obviously know who the opposition is, so we'll be able to have a have a good look at how that's all going to play out. Can't wait. And to you, Vixens fans, thanks for your support. Keep it coming. Keep the good energy. Keep the laughs. Keep your questions rolling in as well. And we will speak to you next week on Here If You Need. At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications now open.